Hello and welcome to episode 45 of Fang and Omega Gang Growl and the lovely Anna Blanca Diaz. A, 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 B, D over there, that's You're right. forgetting my initials again? No, I'm tired. It was a really long weekend. A lot of travel. A lot of, a lot of sleep. I, I don't forget anything. I just don't remember stuff, that's all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a difference. Not remembering or forgetting, right? You forget, you forget. If you don't remember, you don't remember. Is there a difference? I think there's a difference. But good morning. Hello, and how's everybody doing? Whether this is the morning, the afternoon, or uh, whenever you're listening to it, I hope everybody's alive and well and uh, breathing air and above ground and the sun is shining on your face and may you taste it on your tongue. Um, mm. What we got going on? We got coming up. So right out the bat, let's just like bang these holiday. Uh, happy Easter and Passover coming up Friday. Or uh, happy Passover and good Friday this Friday. And happy Easter on Sunday to all them. And uh if my uh, grandson's listening out there, happy birthday to him. Saturday coming up, I'm sure. It's all before the weekend. So, everybody, uh, to all your religions, happy holidays and happy celebrations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I think I covered that. So, I'm PC and not canceled yet. Uh, <laughs> and go. So, uh, this is one of those generations. I, I'll, if anybody cancel me, I'll end up canceling myself. I think I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> just going to cancel You're just cancel I'm just going to do a, a campaign to cancel myself. Cancel old gang grizzle. Get, get him out of here. So, he doesn't do more podcasts. No more having to watch him limp around the ring and wrestle. Because like, I'm sure a lot of people had to limp, watch me limp around the ring this weekend. Um, where was I this weekend? What what, what, um, what, uh, what did I go? Uh, Friday. Friday, it was home team, hometown. Home team, hometown, CCW. So that was this Friday right here at the, uh, what was it, the Hialeah? You weren't there. It was the Hialeah one. You are in the Miami Springs one. You did the Saturday show, right? Yeah. So, I, yeah, I did Friday. I did Friday at Hialeah. Uh, Unbranded Brewery. Yeah, it was a surprise thing. And uh, one of my longtime nemesis and foes, old AC, Alex Chamberlain. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I, I was, I was, when I got there and I saw I pulled in, uh, had, had Alex Chamberlain on the card. I was I was excited about it. I, I've done many of battles with him, but one, uh, it was a trust thing. See, I wanted to put my uh, back to the test, you know, with the stem okay. cells, you know, coming off my second treatment of stem cells, integrated pain management. Thank you for healing me up there well and everything. Um, so with him, he's a bigger guy, uh, 240, 250, maybe 260. I don't know, depending upon... Uh, what mood if he's on his period or not i don't know like, he's, like, bloated. he's bloated or whatever he is but he's leaned down and looking mean he's looking really good and he was a fighting machine this friday he definitely was a fighting machine uh he came in so you know you can put your body to the test health wise to see what you can and can't do but at, at, at a safe level and uh we went in there and we went to war and had a good time and i pulled back out i haven't in four months i haven't done a power slam i pulled the power slam back out yeah, I, uh, I was slammed off the top rope, through some stairs, through some stuff, Dif- different things. Um, but I had an offense. But with my bad, when my back was bad, my back was really hurting, and it still hurts. Don't get me wrong; it's not. It's, I'm still struggling with it, but but it is so much better. Um, I had no offense at all. I could I could I could get beat on. I, I could do flips and flops and land on my back all day long, but I couldn't do any power moves. I couldn't pick people up for just the simplest things as, as a body slam. But mm-hmm. um, Friday, it was moving and grooving. Feeling, feeling really good. Uh, uh, so got through that. And uh, the only downside of everything is, is I had to be at the airport at like 5 a.m. So uh, so um, got about an hour of sleep Friday night. And then I was off to the airport Saturday to Columbus, Ohio. You know, a couple, I got a connection in there somewhere through, I think through Charlotte. The hardest part of that 
my weekend was my connections because twice I went through Charlotte. And if anybody ever flies through the Charlotte International Airport, Charlotte Douglas International Airport, uh, the the bigger planes come into the A, B, C gates and D, right? But there's this E gates that are the little, like the littler planes, the 900s or whatever. And uh, man, that gate, <laughs> when you come in in B and you're at the end of B and you see that you're connecting an E14 or E50 or whatever, mm-hmm. you got to buy it with good knees, Good knees, young man's ankles, and calves that don't cramp. Mm. <laughs> it's a 30-minute walk. 30-minute. There's no express train through there to get you to them E-gates. It's a 30-minute walk healthy. So when you land and you know you only got 30 minutes before your flight takes off, and you know it's a 30-minute walk, I don't even know how you're supposed to make it with your good legs. But luckily, my flights came in early both days, and uh, so I had an extra 15, 20 minutes to, uh Hustle over those gates, but the, 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 that hurt. That, that tore me up trying to get over those I gates. Can only imagine. That I felt on my back and my knees. Um, but I think I think even the healthiest people feel that when they're getting through that airport. So uh, Columbus, Columbus went good. Uh, so oh well, Friday night, full house, uh, CCW. Congratulations. I mean, uh, it was stacked all the way to the front of the, the brewery. Uh, man, I don't know. Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say five, five, six hundred. I don't even know how many people wow. were jammed in there, but that uh, it sounded like a thousand because they were drinking. You know, they were. Uh, yeah, it's a brewery. Yeah, you know? those crowds always sound yeah, louder. Yeah, and you know, big steel cage match that night was on top. Uh, Kylan King and uh, somebody. Uh, Marina Tucker. Uh, Marina Tucker. Yeah, Kylan, uh, the Killing Queen, and uh, yeah, on top of Marina Tucker. And, and it's still case. Very good night of wrestling. A very uh, full house. So it was a good weekend of wrestling. Um, Saturday, got to Columbus, Ohio. Had about an hour drive. Went straight to a signing from one to five. Got to see a lot of people like Two Cold Scorpio. Taxall Duggan was there. Um, uh, the Rock and Roll Express, baby. Rock and Roll. La 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 la. Rock and Roll is King. Rock and Roll Express. Oh, so many. Who else was there? So many people. Um, oh, I'm going blank. Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas was there. Good to see Tony Atlas. Um, it's a long signing, though. Uh, the signing, one to five, yeah. Or one to six. It was five hours, yeah. The signing was in the fire. But all, all these people that are doing the signing, like uh, Rob Van Dam, Sabu. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was a lot of people, uh, you know, this little signing. And then, then we did the show started at 6.30. So signing ended at 6. The show started at 6.30. So uh, I'd say they drew about... I don't know. It was it, it, the building. You know, I'm not good at drawing crowds, but I heard they said they drew two thousand. And I know wow. that the, they did a different venue the month before, and they drew over three thousand. So, uh, I worked a fellow named Sean Casey. So it was a solid house that night. Um, uh, who else was on there? Lance Archer was on. Let's not take away from Lance Archer. Curtis Hughes, Mr. Hughes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of old timers mixed with some some current roster guys and and, and a couple. Uh, up and coming, so very balanced show, very good balanced show, tremendous house that day, and then again, I was uh, over an hour away from the airport, which meant I had Robert Gibson of the Rock and Roll Express banging on my door at 3 a.m., you ready to go, Dave? Uh, Of course I was ready to go, I'm a professional, but I thought we were meeting at 3.30, but he was... He was the Rock and Roll. The Rock and Roll Express, man. They've been doing it 100 years, man. Selling out towns and curing frowns. So he was up and ready to roll and get to the next town. And so I was, too. I just came out there. And we, we had to wait on Coco Beware. Coco was like, I thought you all said 3.30, man. I'm the old bird, man. Everybody knows Coco. He does the bird. He still does the bird. He did the bird that night at the show. And see, the Rock and Roll Express wrestled Lance Archer and Mr. Hughes. That was a good match. And then, um, yeah, uh, I think Mr. Uh, I think, uh Coco Beware, he just came out and did the bird. All these Hall of Famers there, so they had some Hall of Famers on the show. Mm-hmm. But So it was me, Robert Gibson, Coco Beware. And there was this guy, 
And this guy, all all the day before, you could tell he didn't want to give us a ride to the airport. He had a trailer. He goes, I got to get a trailer. I got to pull this. I got to cook out and smoke out and this and that the next day. He has a barbecue thing. So <laughs> he's rolling in from wherever. They had an after party. But me, Coco, and Robert, of course, I don't know, because we're older or whatever, we chose to go to bed and try to get an hour of sleep instead mm-hmm. of stay up that hour. <laughs> we went to bed, to, opted over a, a shower in an hour. A shower in an hour. Mm-hmm. That was the program. And that's the program we took. A lot of people chose to go. Well, Bill Alfonso was on the show too, Fonzie. He was there. Um, but a lot of people chose to uh, go to the after party thing and just stay up the hour or two, whatever it was. You're going to stay up. But So this fellow, he was rolling in as we were waiting. And we were like, You could tell he was trying to find somebody else to take us, but they couldn't get all Bushwhacker Luke and uh, somebody else. There's a lot of people on the show. Bushwhacker wow. Luke was there. Yeah. Bushwhacker Luke is somebody else. They couldn't fit us all in there. So this poor this guy had to drive us to the airport. And he acted like it wasn't a big deal, but he goes, well, if I have to, you know, when anybody says, if the, well, if I have to, you know they don't want to. Anytime to go, well, if I have to, you know. Uh, but, you know, they're going over there. Can we figure out, like, you know, on the... And then when it goes, and then uh, I think Robert Gibson said, no, we want you to. And he's like, oh, 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 uh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Uh, well, I go an hour a different direction, but that's cool. We're good. <laughs> you know, it's not cool and it's not good. So this guy already is probably not happy about this. So so we're clipping along to the airport. Everything's going good. And man, the bubblegum lights come on. Red and blue, red and blue. The popo, the 50, the man. Pull us over. <laughs> and uh, well... Apparently, the fellow didn't have taillights in his trailer. <laughs> he was pulling us. Mm. You know, they weren't working or something. But but uh, was it Coco's like, get your seatbelt on, vampire. You take it. And like, I said, we're in the back seat. Get him on. Get him on. <laughs> I'm trying to get that seat. I didn't know where the seatbelt was. Mm. I, was still, I was still thinking about it. I still needed another hour. <laughs> like Another hour and another shower to kick out of this. But, but here we are. But I, I don't know. I, I never got the seatbelt on. Cause I, and then... Um, I see Robert Gibson, he, he, he threw his seatbelt on him. Then the police came up on his side and whatever. Nice police officer. He, won't, he, he was uh, he was uh, he was nice. He's he seen it was wrestlers or whatever. And the guy and the guy, he tells him to put his hazards on, hazards work. So he doesn't give him a ticket for the light. He doesn't give him a ticket for the expired tag. A year, almost six months expired tag. But what he gives him a ticket for is wearing a seatbelt under his armpit. Wearing no. a seatbelt the wrong way. He says, I'm going to give you a break. I'm going to give you a $91 ticket for wearing your seatbelt the wrong way. Is that fair? And the guy's like, that's fair. Now, I guess he could have gave him a ticket for lights. Could have gave him a ticket for the expired yeah, tag. You true. know, which was with court, probably court had to show up to in Ohio. I don't know if the guy lived in Ohio or the guy lived. He said he lived an hour, different direction. Where, I don't know. <laughs> but but then, you know, the police officer being all nice and everything. And Robert Gibson's like, yeah, well, we're just trying to get to that airport like now. He's like, he's ready to go, man. He's like me. You think I'm like, he's like me. But but he's got more uh, seniority. So people are going to listen to him more than they listen to me. So if I say, hey, I want to go, they're like, oh, I can't grow. We'll try to get it worked out. When he says he got to go, they're like, okay. <laughs> you know, he's like, so he's telling the cop, hey, we got to go. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Cops go, you're going to be fine. The airport's just a half hour more up there. He's like, well, we got to go. Mm-hmm. It, 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 the police officer's trying to, he's trying to talk to Robert Gibson about more stuff. And then Robert Gibson just cut him off. Like, basically, I raked him. Hey, we got to get out of here. <laughs> just I think I think the guy driving us was worried the police were going to pull us over again because Robert Gibson like just healed on the cop. Hey, we got to get to the airport, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> and the cop's thinking, hey, I just cut him a deal. I didn't give him a ticket for the tag lights or that tag. We just gave him a seatbelt ticket. And, and then uh, I think you could hear Robert Gibson before the cop he walked away. He goes, well, that wasn't really nice of him. He couldn't let you go, period. <laughs> But yeah. 
man of my my heart and true concern he's ready to get to the airport just like me you know how i am how am i when i try to get to an airport by the way good morning and how are you over there i'm all right have you even said um, a word besides mm-hmm. i think i might have said yeah okay all right so. I, I said marina tucker oh marina tucker there you go so you know how i am about getting to airports i am anal i am i am nobody wants to travel with me especially overseas because i don't mess around Oh, I'm sorry. No, you just, like, you say you want to get there an hour before, which is on time, but then you'll end up getting there two hours Three, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. No, I don't want an hour. I always have two in my head. Well, with, with, with anything, you'll, you'll, you'll want to get there an hour early. But, well, if I have a doctor's appointment. But an hour know. early turns into, like, an hour and a half, two hours, which is a little ridiculous. Just saying. Well, is it ridiculous if I get a flat tire? Or if we get pulled over by the police, or why are you getting pulled over by the police? Well, the well, tag lights of this guy, or not tag lights, is brake lights, I guess, on the trailer. I'm just saying, if we we left, if we left when they wanted to leave, and we would have got pulled over, we would have been late, stressed, wouldn't have been able to gone in there. Got through the security line, cool, calm, like my mom with a couple bags of <laughs> and yellow, purple pills. I'll take a couple, whatever. But a little D12, Eminem, shout out there. Um, Yeah, no, I want to get through security, cool and calm. I don't want to be running through there sweating and worried and cranky and grizzled. I want I want to smooth old through there like Mr. Snuffleupagus. You know who Mr. Snuffleupagus is? I have the heard of Sesame them. Street, that big elephant, Mr. Snuffle. I want to move at that pace through security, not sweating, <laughs> not stressing. Get over there, sit down. Well, and usually I am so damn early at the airports in the morning, nothing's open. I look around and go, well, damn, I guess I'm going to be hungry. But mm-hmm. I'm here. And, I, and then I, you know, I go over to Water Fountain. I, I make it work. It's just, I, I hate, you know, you want to use the word hate, but I dislike. I feel very uncomfortable when I'm running late. So you're panicking, you're stressing, so your mind's going, your heart starts racing, so you start sweating. Then you get through. So then you start making mistakes in the security line. Although I have pre-check and clear, but I have no excuse to want to rush to airports. But I have those things because because of the stress level. But then I, I just don't I don't want to be that guy that walks on the plane last because it's my fault. Sweating. Oh, and then go. What do you mean I'm in the middle seat? Like, I had an aisle seat. You know, something yeah. goes wrong. So if I get there early, I go, if there's a problem there, I switch it. But when you're running late, they move something on you or mm-hmm. something changes. Then you're angry, sweaty, over, over hungry, mm-hmm. everything, all above. Everything. And you can sit down in that middle seat and you just sit down mad, bowing out elbows on people, you know. Like, yeah, no, no, no. I just choose to avoid all that and be very peaceful, calm, and tranquil. Get on that plane. Get my window seat F side. Get my gangster lean to the right. <laughs> and before that thing's off on the runway, I'm out. <laughs> You've seen it. Just Your mom's seen it. Anybody's traveled me. <laughs> no one knows. I'm just knocked out. <laughs> like, I sleep better on planes than I sleep anywhere. So when I say, oh, I didn't get any sleep, I had flights all the time. You know I'm probably fibbing because I slept on all those flights. <laughs> like, if I'm in the window seat, if I'm in the aisle seat, I can't sleep. If I'm on the A side, the, my left arm side, uh, left shoulder, or left arm side, I can't sleep. I can only sleep on the... The, the right side. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe it's from all the years of professional wrestling feeding that left arm. I don't know. <laughs> Always going that way. That's the only side I could sleep to. I, I don't know. I've, I've broke my neck twice. It might have something to do with it. Like, I know when I go to get on planes, people see me coming and I'm thinking, oh, this guy's going to lean his seat back for sure. And I never lean my seat back <laughs> because I can't. Because 
because when I broke my neck, I, my arms will go completely numb and the needles and stuff. So I have to sit. If you look at my truck when I'm riding and everything else, you always see my seats are always up. I have to have my seat up because I can't lean back for a period of time. And I can't lean forward for a period of time. But what, so, what, what about like when you're leaning back like at home, like in like in the recliner? You don't always see me asking for a, a thing to put behind my head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm always trying to put okay. something or fold something up behind my head so my head's not. So, so your head has to be up. Yeah, I can't have my head go back because I lose feeling or forward. I lose feeling in both arms. They told me to fuse. I had to, they wanted me to fuse my neck when I broke it the second time, and uh, and I had to retire wrestling. So I, I opted to go through therapy and pass all the tests and continue wrestling and take my own health in my own hands. And, mm-hmm. and I signed all the paperwork saying I was responsible for whatever. And but I got cleared. I passed all the tests and. And I've been wrestling, what, another 20 more years since that. But um, but I do have repercussions, and I have to answer for some from some of my choices. Like, uh, So that's why uh, very particular how I sleep with pillows and different things like that. So, um, I mean, professional wrestling, you pay a price in a lot of ways. You, you don't necessarily get rich. You don't necessarily have the glamorous life. But you're definitely going to have to answer to the, to the toll you put on your body at some point. Yeah. Mm. can only imagine. So. From the police on, bomb, Columbia, uh, Columbus, Ohio airport, off to Charlotte, do another mile run to to an E-gate again, because <laughs> like, it was a bigger plane. Oh you couldn't God. stay on a small plane coming to Columbus, like when I went to Columbus, but put me on a bigger plane, put me in the big gate, uh, the C-gate this time, then I had to get all the way to E again to get on my, uh, for my Charleston flight. So I made it to Charleston, and um, uh Pretty much went straight to the venue, pretty much. I stopped for a half hour at the house. Uh, I stayed at Mary Sue and Joe's house, old school championship wrestling. Great company, great place, great people, great place to work. And um, uh, always got to see Lodi. I don't know if you remember Lodi from the flock. Lodi's such a great guy. It's always good when I see Lodi. Uh, but it was outside at a beach. It was an outside show at a beach. I think I sent you pictures. So it was uh, mm-hmm. rock and roll at the beach. I think they had a band and everything. The band was good. But uh, they drew well, too. So it was another... Packed, packed thing for as best it could be on the beach where they had all the chairs filled in and all the decks and anywhere that somebody could be standing to watch the show at that, that place, there was somebody standing there so or sitting there. So it was another good show. So I did that show and then, of course, it was another 2.50, wake up in the morning, get to the airport by 4 a.m. to get home oh, here tomorrow. So that was my weekend. So, you know, I had three shots, three different states. Um, not so much sleep that Monday. Then I went and taught class last night. And we have a... a, a Another girl training. Um, I don't think I can say her name yet. She's got to get out a couple contracts. Uh, she's a fighter, but got another MMA fighter in there other yeah. than Paige. Got a different one. They seem to keep uh, coming. Yeah, the Cubana, this one, a nice Cuban American girl. Um, you, you should be friends with her. You guys seem to get along good. Yeah. She's cool. Looks like she has a lot of talent. So um, I don't know. Seems like I'm training MMA women now <laughs> to become professional wrestlers, sports entertainers. But uh, hey, to each their own. They're coachable, they're talented, they seem to have good attitudes. Hell, they've been getting their ass kicked, they're kicking somebody's ass their whole life. So imagine. They're, 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 they're be used to my abrupt and grumpy self, so probably yeah, not, they'll yeah. be all right with me. So. <laughs> so that was my weekend, and I don't know. I probably ate up five hours talking about my weekend. Mm-hmm. The five minutes wishing everybody happy Passover and Good Friday and Easter, <laughs> like five mm-hmm. hours about police and lights and Robert Gibson, Rock and Roll Express, Woo-hoo! and uh, yeah, no, that's no limit. So who you know anything about Master P? No, no, I didn't think you would. You even older, Master do, P. You do he has the House of Glory. He owns House of Glory. You do mention him a lot. 
God, I love Master P. I'm a No Limit Soldier. That's all I told you. Come on now. Dirty Sal. <laughs> well, I'll educate you on that on the way to the hospital today. I'm going to go to the hospital. I'm going to stop by, go to see the old Snake Master, um, Buddha Dean, Jeff Gardner today. Yeah. See how he's doing. Drop by, visit him, and then uh, suppose we'll hit the gym and then hit the school for another four or five o'clock session and on to 10 o'clock tonight. Banging and banging. Want some, get some. Bad enough take some. That's it. 24-7. It's not just an attitude. It's a lifestyle. Hell yeah. And then yeah. some. That's what you got to do. That's all we know. That's what we're going to do. That's why we're saying no limit soldier. That's Master P. Same thing. <laughs> well, he's saying just different words, right? Don't start no shit. Won't be no shit. Don't start no. Be none. Never mind. Uh, take you all the way back to the drama days. Lay, 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 right, lay. Get on up. Get on up. Get on up. Oh, my. Le, le, no drama. I mean, I you've heard it in the school, yeah, right? I play it, yeah. yeah. Y'all, anybody out there know anything about drama? Probably not. Probably it's probably way ahead of y'all's time. That's some early. Do <laughs> 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 I like drama? But my three fifty, my Chevy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you should be a rapper. <laughs> no, 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 no. I get canceled for sure. <laughs> Everybody will cancel me though. <laughs> Every every culture, every nation will cancel me. I, I have no allies. I have to go to Switzerland. I have to go over to Switzerland. Fine. Mm-hmm. Neutral territory. I'd be like, and drink cocoa, Swiss cocoa, and ski or something. Like, wear white little furry suits and stuff. I don't know. Do you like cocoa? Um, I do. But I, I, I think I like the girls in the white furry suits that drink the cocoa. <laughs> like, no, I like cocoa. Cocoa's good with some marshmallows on it. Some, yeah. yeah, no. When it's cool out and it's cold. But we're in Florida. We don't no need for cocoa. Just coffee. Seven to seven, thank you, Raymond. He's got his coffee right now. Yes. His coffee's <laughs> dialed in now. The motor on is dialed in. Took about a year, but it's dialed in now. I know, it's been over a year. No, for Raymond, it's been like, I don't know, I don't know how long is this, what, 45 episodes now? Eight, eight, nine months. Yeah, I don't know, however long it takes. Yeah. I mean, some of them we did two in a week, but for a couple, three weeks there, for something like that, but yeah, I don't know. I can't count. I can't add. A while. It's been a while. <laughs> and then some. And then some. And then some. Mm-hmm. So you, why don't you tell me about uh, so uh, so CCW hometown home team. CCW. Um, uh, but down in Homestead, Miami Brewing. Yeah, Miami. Uh, what Brewing was the name Company. of that show? What did they call it? The Rock uh, and the Bash, Bash Rock, or anything? No, no, the Bash was, uh, was Saturday Night Slam. Saturday Night Slam mm-hmm. sounds like a roller skating days. Couples only. <laughs> yeah, they're couples only. Couples only to the floor. Couple skate. Did you ever Saturday. go to one of those? Well, I've done some t- overnight skates. Twenty, yeah, yeah, twenty-four hour skates. No, but I was, I was cool. Like I, I didn't skate. I just hung out by the pinball machines and all that, and act like I was a tough kid. And oh, but you were the, there. Like, one of the baddies. Well, I was there trying to mack on some some little honeybees. You know, you know. Wouldn't happen. Is that what they were called? No, I don't know what to call them. <laughs> I don't know. They weren't called Betty's then. I don't know what they were called. It's fine as girls. I don't know what you called them. I just said, "Oh, that girl." I, like I was shy. I didn't talk to many girls when I was younger. They all come. Uh, they all come. I mean, when I say I'm younger, I mean younger. Like I was already a father, fifteen. But when I mean younger, I was like, I was like nine and ten and eleven at these all nice games, trying thinking about that stuff, and I shouldn't have thought about it because then I would be having babies so quick. <laughs> it was too much of that on my mind. That's not healthy. But yeah, I did some all nice games. Yeah, um, I liked it, but I uh, I would go back and forth, so I get my parents to drop me off, and then I would sneak across. It was in Crystal Lake, Florida, so uh, Pompano. 
over there. Uh, I'll show you. I've showed you the lakes before. I, I, every time I ride by there, you probably just don't hear me anymore. And I do it to your mom, too. I go, oh, there's the old landscape. That's the first time I got my ass whooped right over there. Like, like. But I held my own. I always tell the story, but I don't think neither one of you listen to me anymore because it's oh, just no. like, you're just probably like, ah, oh, this guy with another story. Like, oh, crap. I, li- yeah. I listen. And I go, do you, but... you, do you know what I mean? And you guys go, yeah. I'm like, I'm thinking they didn't. <laughs> I'm thinking they didn't listen to me at all. <laughs> I listen, but I just didn't retain it. And then I always say, man, and I bring this sad story of a kid that drowned in the weeds over there. I said, so, and then Annie, you got to be careful because the, the weeds get around your feet, you know. When you swim in those rock quarries and stuff, like, yeah, yeah. Well, whatever, Crystal Lake, all night skates. <laughs> so I, I would sneak it, my parents dropped me off, say you're going to be there all night. So, um, you know, of course, you're there, you know, you're trying to, like, if you have a girlfriend. I don't think I had any at that time. Uh, I was always trying to, I, I always had my eye on a couple girls that they used to wear these little corduroy jean uh, pants, corduroy pants, had the big comb or the brush in their back pocket, and they're like, that's so 80s and shit, early 80s, but, uh, but I'd go over there, and I would talk to them, but then I would, like, sneak out and go across the road over to the lakeside, the other side, and but, but it'd be all, like, these 19 and 20, all these guys driving and drinking beer, and kind of like the, kind of like the scene in, um, uh, oh, it's, now I can't think of the movie for the life of me, um, Dazed and confused, dazed and confused. Oh, okay. Where they're all having a kegger party and stuff. So I'd sneak over that, but I was like the young, like the young, like I said, a nerd, probably kid trying to sneak over there at like 11 years old, trying to hang out with these 18, 19 year olds and stuff. You're like, what's up? You know, I don't smoke weed or anything like that, but I would drink. I try to get on that beer, and then one of them something tried to beat me up, or he did beat me up, and then they ended up fighting like three of them got beat up. I get a black eye and everything, and then after all that skirmish, I'd hang out with them because they thought like, oh, well, you could take an ass whooping. So, so you know, hang out with them, but then I'd sneak back over before the sun came up because um, your parents can come like at 8 o'clock to pick you up or so, or whatever it was back from the all-night skate. Then trying to make up some stupid story how I, I crashed on the roller skate and get my eye on the ground because I had a black eye. They just look at you like, you know, but whatever. Like if you say so. All night but we, huh? All night skates. Overnight skating? What? what you talking about? You never know all night skating? No. And then when they got there, they go couples only, and they play like some slow music from like Staying Alive or something. I don't know, like um, ABBA, Dancing Queen or something. Dancing Queen. No, they would have all night skates. They'd drop you off at like 8 at night and pick you up at like 8 in the morning, all night skate. Yeah, you just hang out at the skating rinks, and it, it was cool. They had music, pinball machines, pool table, all, all that. Popcorn, food, pizza. Yeah, and all that good so, stuff. So no sleeping, I'm, I'm assuming. So like, it really, your parents like had to trust you a little bit, but they want a night to themselves. They just drop your ass off at all night skate. Yeah, you can go. We can go have our, like, they can go do whatever parents did. <laughs> if they still did that at a certain age, I don't know. I'm realizing at 53, I'm not doing as much as I like to drink, drink so in my head. But <laughs> now your mom's fault. My fault, I guess. I don't know what's going on. Now the whole, now the whole world knows. Damn it all. She's going to kill me. You don't got to cut it out. It's and she, she doesn't miss an episode. So. Oh, she watches every episode loyally. So, oh, like, I don't know. How do you, we get off like where you're. So you're, my weekend. Yes. CCW. Yes. CCW. Home team, hometown. Yeah. Uh, 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 Miami work. Springs Brewing Company. Is that what it's called? No, my, uh. Not Springs. I think it's just Miami. Miami Brewing, Brewing Company. Company. Yeah. But it's in Homestead. Way yeah. down there. Way down there. Out in the... It was the first time. So I... got a winery and a brewery there, right? Yeah. It's really cool. I, I wrestled they had once. This time they had um, they had a little flea market outside. Mom was so happy because like 
I don't know. I get, I get excited at Flea Markets. No, it's not. No. Candles and soap. Because they, they, they just have cool stuff and they have like cool jewelry and she got like a... This flea market had nothing to do with wrestling. Right? No, but right. there was a cool flea market. Okay. But I worked uh, Naomi, uh, Kylan King, and... Oh, she said her real name. I'm, so, I'm sorry. It's Naomi. All right. It's it's Naomi King though, so true. And then that other guy that shoots pictures for spring training baseball, it looks like that Seymour guy, the actor. Um, his last name's King too. There's not a lot of Kings out there. Uh, kings, actual names of Kings. I I didn't know her actual name. It was Rodney King, but that didn't go good. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't go good for him at all. His whole life didn't go good. Then he ended up in a pool. Did he die in a pool too? Like that's not good. I don't want the last name King. Uh. Uh-uh. Got beat by the police and then ended up. Uh, oh yeah, no, no. But there's Kings. That's not like a really. That's not a common last name, is it? No, I didn't know that was her actual last name until like a month ago. No, but it's and cool. I've known her for years. So. Uh, but no, all right. So uh, you wrestled uh, Kylan King. Yeah. How'd um, that go? It went well. We always work work pretty well together. Okay. Uh she definitely beat my ass, but it's all, it's all good. It's all good. So, how'd the rest of the show go before I go to my shows? To your oh, to your uh, shows. Uh, uh, the rest of the show was good. Uh, there's just a lot of matches. They have so many. How could be a lot of matches? You're gonna have eight matches. How many matches is there? <laughs> well, the show eight max. How many? How many was it? I couldn't. So <clears throat> I was supposed to be fifth. Uh, and I ended up, I think I ended up being like 10th or something. 10? So, it had to be something like that. How Because it, it was a three, it was a three hour show. They added, they added up, they added like, um. They wanted a three hour show? Yeah, they the added. The bar one, or the brewery or whatever? I'm not sure. Maybe the brewery uh, because Nelio came back and changed everything and said they needed another hour. So they added up. A couple matches, and then they long like prolonged the time for a lot. Well, of the I matches am too. so glad that I did the higher Leah one. It's a two hour yeah. show of action packed action, minute for minute, three hours is be stressed the hell out in that locker room. But um, yeah. Spe- yeah, especially like because you're trying to be respectful and not leave before the show ends. But be honest, I I bolted before the show ended on uh, <laughs> on uh, Friday in my uh, at the Hialeah Brewing, uh, Unbranded Brewing. We had a super uh, wide well, early flight, flight yeah. yeah. And I still didn't get to bed till almost one o'clock and got up at two fifty. So, um, oh man, my tummy. Raymond, did you do something to my coffee? Oh man, sorry everybody. Raymond's got my stomach upset here. Do you, um, do you remember your shows? Yeah, I don't think you want me to remember my shows. Okay. All right. So, Miss Ana Blanca Diaz, what's going on with you? And you're wrestling. Okay. What do you What do you mean? Well, to elaborate on that question, well, you seem to you seem to be questioning yourself. Um, you know, and a lot of people do is they're trying to figure their way in professional wrestling. You've you've done it. You're 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 only what? How old are you? Twenty one now? Yep. Wow, you're young. I'm gonna go. All right. So, uh, twenty one. <laughs> wow. I don't feel young. I feel like Whoa. I don't know. Well, you had five brain surgeries. You've been training to wrestle since you're like fourteen. So wrestling years are like dog years. So add them to seven. So you're like really like fifty or something. Whoa. And grizzled. Well, I'm just saying wrestling <laughs> wrestling years are like dog years. You're if age, you say you're aging me quick. <laughs> so September will be thirty five years for me. So put thirty five times seven, and that's how old I really am. My vampire years. So like, <laughs> like get a calculator <laughs> out over that. Okay, and so. Wrestling. 
Huh? So I'm- 245 Oof. so like yeah like ancient i mean wrestling really ages you and training and i mean i think training will age you more than wrestling running a school if you're actively and you're still doing the same things that the students are doing because you get a new set of students each time then they go off and then they just start wrestling shows where you are doing repetitively the same movements and teaching the same movements and doing the same thing over and over which is really really harder on your body and uh, so to be a trainer and what you do you help and i consider you one uh it's hard on your body so yeah seven years you're gonna be aging you're gonna age like like dog years or whatever it is like wrestling years dog years however you want to look at it mm. you're older so yeah of course you feel older um but you feel like you've hit the wall and and and, and the reason i know this because you've mentioned something to me and then i was talking to somebody last night he said mijo please don't tell her that i said this but please don't say nothing but and i was asking me this about metal? what can no, who calls me Mijo? Oh, yeah, you <laughs> I already know who you're talking about. It's like, yeah. oh, she called me or texted me and she's asking, what do I need to do? What do I change up? And this and this and that. So what are you feeling? What are you feeling? What are you feeling as a young person trying to make it wrestling? Does it bother you? Let me ask you this. Does it bother you when you see WWE, for example, flies a girl and has never wrestled a day in her life because she has 800,000 followers and she's a professional MMA fighter? And offer her a chance, go get trained, and you're going to get a camp. And, and you know that you've put in since 15 to 21. How many years is that? Six, uh, six. six, six years into this industry and trying to work, and then you, you, you don't get a glance. Does that bother you? Um, I mean, how is it not not supposed to bother me? Why is it not supposed to bother you? Yeah. Is that part of the reason why you're feeling frustrated, or are you just trying to figure like you hit a, hit a wall with your, this... with your gear, your look, your style, or, or, or your approach? Just kind of hit a wall overall, I think. Um, I don't. I think I was questioning at the sh- at the show. I was questioning my choice of my gear and look as well. So it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. Uh, just because I see, I see other like other girls that were a little more, a little more out there. I'll say. Okay. With their with their appearance, mm-hmm. which d- isn't necessarily my style. Like mm-hmm. it's it's something I wouldn't I wouldn't feel even comfortable wearing. You know what my favorite Michael Jackson song is? Uh, no. You know I love some Michael Jackson. I had it on all day yesterday. You, in had, you had it on. Little, yeah, oh, wow. you left me with Michael Jackson as if I liked it. <laughs> hey. Don't you dare diss MJ. Uh, <laughs> my favorite Michael Jackson song, and I'm going to give this to you, and I'm going to help you with this, all right? I hope it helps you. My favorite song. Raymond, you know my favorite Michael Jackson song? No, but you probably tell me. Yeah, I'm going to tell the whole world. <laughs> what do you think it is? Um, shit. Not black and white. Oh, God. Yeah, but that's a good song. But, uh, they don't really care about us. No, 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 no. Oh, no, that's never. These that. are some titles. Um, the titles, like, draw you in. Man in the Mirror. Oh. You got to change. You got to start with yourself, right? You got you're looking at the man in the mirror. You want change. You want to change. You got to look. It's you. The answer's not anywhere else. It's in the mirror when you're brushing your teeth in the morning. That's where that change starts. You've got to look in there. Okay. And that's where you got to look. You're looking. And you first, you got to answer, am I happy with who I am? Am I happy with the path I'm on? Am I happy with what I'm doing? Uh, if you go, like, oh, I can be, then you got to figure out how to change yourself to make you be 100%. Yeah, I'm good. It starts with the man in the mirror. Every, every changed woman, woman in the mirror, man in the mirror, every change starts there. You got to look in there and you got to be honest and real with yourself and, and, and then go from there. Because like I, there were so many years that I couldn't even look in the mirror. I, when I brushed my teeth, I wouldn't even look up. Didn't like who I was, what I'm doing. And there's days, there's been times that I've done that. Uh, 
now, but when I do it now and I'm questioning, I go, what am I going to do to change? What am I going to do to make myself better? What am I going to do that I can live with myself? I don't give a shit about, no offense, Raymond, or, or anybody else, what people think about me, this and this and that. How what am I going to do to make myself better? I'd be a better person and be happy with myself. How am I going to make myself happy? All right, there's casualties with everything, but is there, are there casualties your problem? No, you got to start with yourself. The change starts within, within you. All right, so you got to look and you got to try to find what's going to make you happy then. <clears throat> and then and then, then things are going to come easier. But then when it comes to like wrestling and stuff like that, I think Twilight, I'll say Twilight. Twilight gave you good advice. Start with some fresh gear, some fresh gear, gear that fits your body better, that, that's where your body's at now. Um, it suits you more, right? Like this color stands out because a lot of it's about presentation and look, you got a new haircut. You're carrying that new attitude with the hair and your lines and stuff. So get some gear that goes with that. Either, either. However it is. It can still be camouflage. I don't think he likes camouflage, but camouflage can be good. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. Investigating that. But really, change starts in the mirror. Like, you know, that song's one of my, it is probably one of my favorite songs, Man in the Mirror. I'll have you, I'll play it for you on the way to the hospital today. I've heard it Anyways, before. So, okay. Wow. Maybe refresher wow. to play, play, play it again without. You know, Michael Jackson, I'm such a, my, well, I'm going to get off you because it got deep and I see you got quiet and, I, and the wheels are <laughs> clicking in your head over there and I'm not going to throw you under the bus and the wheels go round and round because we got enough buses to stop at our school. Good God. I wish a, <laughs> I wish a full bus would stop at the school, not one of those half buses all the time, but man, Lord Almighty. We got, but uh, the wheels go round and round. We're going to get off this bus. And then where was I going now? I was going somewhere. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. I like some Michael Jackson. Oh, so you know that. Like, You know that I love Michael Jackson because, like, I, you know, I teach my reversals and whips to be, from Michael uh, Jackson. Beat to, it. to beat it. To beat it. Yes. Yes. I teach you how to do, like. And it makes perfect sense. Whips too. and everything to it, beat it. Yeah. It does. I'll put it on. I'll explain it. I show the video. And next thing you know, everybody in the class has a tremendous reversal off the ropes. Yeah. And that's where my reversal came from. They go, well, why do you have such a unique reversal, gang girl? And I'd be like, uh, you ever watch the video, Beat It? And they go, yeah. I go, well, go watch it and get back to me again. And they still don't go. And then I go, all right. And then I show them. And they go, oh. And the next thing you know, everybody's doing a great reversal. <laughs> or a unique reversal. I mean, but. Yeah. You know, wrestling's a violent, violent ballet. It is a violent ballet with a lot of intent and facial and, and, and energy you know you're not necessarily going to stab each other like the beat it video was trying but no i, I, hope, I hope not <laughs> but whatever mj's under a lot of controversy some people i don't even want to go into conspiracy things they say that his death was his death was faked and so he could get out of the hollywood world because the whole family had a, their dad so we can get in all this craziness so i'm not in this craziness we can say it any and maybe none of that craziness existed and he really did some of the things he was accused of i don't know but his music's awesome his music's awesome Unlike Gary Glitter that was actually busted, like, doing petty things. Like, who is Gary. Gary Glitter, and is that his real name? Gary Glitter. You know who Gary Glitter is, no, right? No. He used to play all his music at all the games. Uh, okay. Oh, gosh. You got, you got, I don't want to. Uh, well, I'll, I'll play it. But people that know, know. People that know, know. Now, he went to prison for, for things with minors. Got out and did it again and went back to prison. Like, like he couldn't How did he get out? Did you finish his time or? Did time for like child pornography, different things like that, like bad things. This isn't in England. I, I think oh. I hear him playing something. Yeah. yeah, everybody knows that. It's in every like football movie and everything. It hits right, but like people tried to 
Some people blocked it, and then it was in one of the uh, movies, a current movie. Uh, was in a current movie a few years back, and people raised some hell about it because you know, because of his history and stuff. Because you know, he was convicted, tried and convicted on that crap. So proven guilty, proven guilty. Oof. So and then did it again, like so. You know, you okay. think, you, you think oh, you'd learn your lesson? I don't. After I don't know. If they, I don't know if they can help it. I don't know. I'm not defending them. I just don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, are you watch enough SVU. Did, did they, mm. Anybody in SVU seem like they could help it? They never seemed sorry about it. They just said they couldn't help it, right? I mean, right? They never said, oh, I'm really sorry. I molested these young people. They did this. Uh, Some people, yeah, they, they say that they couldn't they couldn't help it or like, oh, but they'll, they'll spin it to some ridiculous story that. It, it, like, you, know, you know what's great about wrestling on weekends? I decompress from SVU. But you know what I end up finding myself doing in the middle of the night when I can't sleep? It's SVU. always on on the road in a hotel, SVU. SVU, like, it's a great or, or Friends show. It's a great Seinfeld. show. Yeah, yeah. Friends was on last night. Friends is a lot cheerier, and Seinfeld's cheerier than SVU. SVU is just rape, rape, rape. <laughs> so, so Friends was on last night when we get to when we get to the hotel, and I'm just like, oh, you want to watch Friends? Because it was like a marathon. You know, it's gonna be like good either way. Because you've seen all the. Episodes. Now let me clarify. Her and Juan had to go to a hotel because their house is being tented for term night. So, yeah, so they get yeah. put in a hotel, or whatever. So that's not me and her in a hotel. Gone. Yeah. So, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's clarifying after the Michael Jackson, Gary Glitter, and all this other stuff. <laughs> so, want to just make this clear? Oh, so so I was like, oh, oh she is wh- twenty-one, but. Still. <laughs> I was like, why don't we put on Friends? And he's like, I'm not a Friends guy. And I'm just like... Was that a deal breaker? Did you almost break up with him right there? <laughs> you know what? I was thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, who doesn't like Friends? I know you like Friends. You can quote everything. From- oh, Raymond just raised his hand over there. You, you <gasps> hate that show? Why? Because there's no black guys on it? Or- <laughs> is there any black guys on that show? No. There is no. not, is there? No. Um, not, extra. <laughs> not, not yet. Not No. Not even in the background at the no. uh, coffee shop, huh? No. no. Look at friends a whole different way now. <laughs> Never even thought about it. <laughs> what about Seinfeld? Same thing, right? I don't even know. Seinfeld. Sure I, I, I don't watch Seinfeld. Now, Martin. Martin's one of my favorite shows. I love Wait, Martin. Wait, okay, but why, not, why don't you like it? It's corny. I, I can relate to that life. Hanging well, out in a coffee shop? Well, I can't eat. I can't a nerd? That's funny. I find it hard to believe. You're kind of like, you're kind of like, I don't want to say you're Urkel, but you're more like Stefan Cross with her. Like, uh, I don't know. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stefan. You, know, you ever watch it? No. You, what was it? Family Matt? What was it called? Family Matt? Yeah. yeah. It was Steven Urkel? Stephon. Yeah. Uh, no, seen, Stephon was his uh, No, I've seen commercials with him in it. Like, they promote the show, like, but I've never seen it. Anna. Like some crazy crap. I don't know how he talks like that. Oh, well, it's good, Urkel. I like it. It's good. No, I've never seen it. Well, I also like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and I also like Martin Lawrence show. And Fresh Prince is pretty good. Because I always liked how Martin would pick on Gina's head, but I thought Gina was she was hot though. But, but who's hot for you? Yo, you gonna ask what uh, the other girl or Gina? Yeah. You asked me that before. I think yeah. privately. Yeah, you weirdo. I said the other one had a better body, but Gina's personality. Well, he wants to see if your your answer is going to be different now that you know people oh, he, are listening. Uh, and then, then what was the other guy? Brother man, and come downstairs. <laughs> Brother man, just show up. Martin to come out, and Brother man be coming out of his toilet and stuff. Hey, Martin, like, like Brother man, what? <laughs> He's coming through the window out the balcony because <laughs> you know, like in New York or wherever they was. I'm, I'm not sure where that show was based out of Detroit. Detroit. Oh yeah, cool. We yeah, have Motor City. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, 
they got, you know, they had the fire escape. So brother man just come in off the fire escape, use his bathroom, eat his food, take his toilet paper, whatever. <laughs> and toilet I, you know, paper. Whatever brother man didn't have, brother man went and got from Martin. Hey, brother man, brother man was big though. So what much Martin can do with brother man? Martin might pull out. What? Like you go do some karate or something, brother man, but it ain't gonna happen. Brother man beat Martin's ass. That's that's, that's all to it. But Tommy was big. Tommy was yo. Tommy, Tommy come in, but then they had cockroach. Now Cockroach came off. The, he was on the Cosby Show. He was like uh, on Cosby. Oh, Putin time, Bill. <laughs> uh, ooh, he got in some trouble too. Ooh. He, he just got out of jail not too long ago, though. I mean, for free Bill Cosby, I guess. I mean, it's not good. I'm, 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 I'm officially lost he got in this he did, conversation. Oh no, he raped a lot of women. He, he was a bad man. He did some bad things. Where, I mean, I guess it was proven. So yeah, he, I mean. I don't know though. You watch SVU and they convict innocent people, but I don't think Bill Cosby is innocent. What? what? Nah, oh, wait, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, they have. Yeah, he went to jail for a while, but he's really old now, right? He's, I don't know, but I guess, you know, he would date rape people, supposedly. Put stuff in their drink and then take advantage of them in the locker room. Oh. Not locker rooms, in the the dressing rooms or the green rooms, whatever. Nah, What'd you point at me, Raymond? What? It's your opinion before we get to the box. My yeah. opinion. This Raymond's asking me, this is my opinion. What is my opinion? You didn't talk about Will Smith. Chris Rock slap. Am I supposed to talk about the Will Smith Chris Rock yeah, slap? Just because the whole world, everybody else talked about it. Didn't we talk about? You it? trying to get me off, Bill Cosby? You upset with old Uncle no. Bill? Is he your uncle or something? You related to old <laughs> Is Bill Cosby? Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Bill. No. He didn't touch you, did he? No. Okay, right. you ain't pretty enough, I guess. Because <laughs> all the girls he did was pretty. He messed them up. He put drugs in there. He's a bad man. Bad man. What about Chris Rock Will Smith slap? Who side? Like, you think the Will deserves all this? Well, uh I don't think you, okay, my, I, I'm like, all right, so, now, I don't think Will Smith should be allowed to not be punished for it, because a common person with no money would be in jail, you have some charges like a mofo, a calm <laughs> person be in jail, he'd still be sitting in handcuffs trying to about, put some money in my commissary, like, send some money, I'm getting swole on bread and water, he'd be like, he'd be singing after poly, you know, uh, common man, be all upset because he'd be in jail, you know, he'd be calling out for Ice Cube for some justice, Ice Cube, back me up, man, um, Ice Cube, oh, NWA days, Not Ice Cube, yeah. You um, don't don't tell me you don't. I've already I had thought, explained to the Bulgarian Ice Cube and Ice T, and he did not believe I that. Thought, I thought you he meant, didn't believe they were rappers. I thought, <laughs> I thought you meant Ice T. <laughs> no, Ice T's your SVU guy, but he's body count rapper. I like Ice T too, but no, Ice Cube. Uh, yeah, uh, NWA. Meadow Meadow so confused oh, the Bulgarian okay. about like he's like Ice Cube, like <laughs> Ice Cube, like an Ice Cube. Yeah, like, I, no, I know the rapper Ice Cube. He goes. I thought it was like ice drink, and all I got is iced tea. He's like, "Oh, I'm so confused." Like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, yeah, no. Uh, Chris Rock, I think they're both wrong. Uh, I think, I think, I think every person my age, fifty or up, would say, "Oh yeah, Will Smith should have slapped the hell out of him," because like you know, it would have been like, "Hey man, you shouldn't talk shit about dude's wife," and got what you got. But it's a new generation. You go to jail over that, but Will Smith didn't. They didn't even ask him to leave because he's like ultra famous and like what well, they, like, they don't even know what to do because he slapped them. They're like, what do we do? Well, you treat <laughs> Never had to kick Will Smith out of a show. Like, but but that'd have been you Raymond and went up there and slapped Chris Rock on Jada Pickett's behalf. You'd been kicked out of beat up, put in jail, and probably probably took you back and let Chris Rock beat on your pee on you. You know, I mean, yeah, you got knocked the fuck out, me. You know, that, that's what would have happened. You did it, right? You, I'm just saying. But don't you think you, you would have been mauled that? by security? You'd have been, you'd have been beat down. You'd end up with a broken rib, going, <laughs> trying to breathe. 
it's that rip through your lung crushed. You know? <laughs> Don't you think they should treat him like they would have treated anybody else? I think he should have gotten in trouble because I think uh, if a regular person or even myself, just as my statue went up there and smacked Chris Rock, I'd still be in jail. <laughs> I'd still be in jail. Still be in jail. Do I think he, do I think he was, I, I take, Chris Rock should never bust a no joke about it. If his wife's because of health or whatever, that hair loss, whatever with the, the hair, you know, that's a cheap shot. He's a better comedian than that than to pick on people. Just like when I tell you when you're wrestling, cheap heat. It's cheap heat. Yeah. It's easy to pick on a heavier set person or a handicapped person and try to get the crowd hot at you. That's just cheap heat. If you have talent, you can do it through your work and other other ways to, to get aroused from a crowd. That's just basically cheap heat. And to me, that's cheap heat. He took, he took a cheap shot. Cheap heat. And Will went up there and took his shot because he felt... I thought I saw Will Smith laugh at first and Jada Pickett probably said, oh, you think that's funny? <laughs> Mm. You think that's funny? You go get cut off again. I'm gonna go back and see that rapper again. You know, ha ha, ba. Will's like, all right, all right. I'm gonna go up there and Ali this motherfucker. Like, wow. <laughs> I played Ali. I got, he didn't swing like Ali though. I don't know how much Ali swing. It was kind of like, eh, that was kind of like Stephen Urkel. But he, 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 I think uh, Chris Rock took a cheap shot, cheap heat, and Will went up there and responded out of emotion, whether it was because his wife got upset or whether he was truly upset. Circumstantial and situational, um, and that's what I am. I think they're both wrong. Uh, I think they're both wrong. That's all. I, I, I don't got a side in it because I think they're both wrong. Uh, why are you kicking the box? Is it time for the box? <laughs> are you? Are you? Are you? Do, 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 do you think that's your opinion? You think Anna should have kicked what's in the box, the Pandora's box? It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. You have a spastic reaction. I was just. Like somebody hit your reflexor because you kicked the shit out of that box or it's halfway across the room. Now you got to bend over, crawl, and pick that thing up. Because I'm going to say, what's in the box? Now let's go to the box. Is that your transition? Don't drop that box. Uh, you got to put that square head zombie looking slam buddy down, which you can get at Bits and Buttons. I have a bunch sitting there in mind. I need to bring it to when I work a local show. Maybe I'll go pick it up when I'm at Port St. Lucie on the 22nd. We're going to check out 5 2 and then no DQ for CCW. That's Port St. Lucie. So all you Port St. Lucie people and your Treasure Coast, I'll see you there. Or be square or whatever. <laughs> no, don't be square. Square is like, Raymond. isn't square. What? <laughs> Raymond's a square? Woo! <laughs> 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 he's, he's a technical guy. He's a, it doesn't make him square. He's just techie. Techie. Nerdy. What's in the Geeky. box? Yeah. Let me do the what's in the box. All right, I did the what's in the box. We're good. I'm tired. Let's do, go. Do you want to do it again? No, 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 no. You oh. already kicked the shit out of that box. That box has had enough. <laughs> I was buff. trying. Now nah, that box will file a case against me. I was trying <laughs> up against you. I'll file a case against you for assault. Like, oh. I was trying to stretch my leg. You didn't like what was in the box already, you know? <laughs> did you write that box with Raymond? No, but somebody else did because there's better handwriting. Oh. Um, he this... took classes over the weekend, he said. <laughs> Control your narrative. (laughs) This is from Matt Talavera. I thought you were going to say Talavera. I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Raymond, what's these loaded questions? Come on. Talavera. Matt, what's Uh, up, Matt? How are you, Matt? How are you, Matt? Do you have any more uh, Samoan Samoan, Samoan, uh, stories? You you spent a lot of time with, with them, and I always... Love to hear them. Well, no, I can tell you, it, it, it is <laughs> lots and lots of Samoan stories that come up. Like I just mentioned Jacob Fatu and my son Jacob. I, I can tell you that I, I blame the Samoans for my weight gain when I went up to 300 pounds. I already know it. Right. 
because they put mayonnaise on everything, right? If you ever met a real Samoan, they, like they call mayonnaise Samoan steroids. Like, like they all get big on that mayonnaise. They have me eating mayonnaise on rice, mayonnaise on scrambled eggs. Ew. I would put mayonnaise, of course, on spam and spam moves would be mayonnaise. Oh, spam? You ever had spam in a can? Meat no. Oh yeah, mayonnaise, 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 mayonnaise. Now I don't eat any mayonnaise, but when I was hanging out with them, I I went up to three hundred and five pounds, and I, I blame the drinking. That didn't help either, but it was that damn mayonnaise. But um, gosh, I got a lot of so many Samoan stories. Um, uh, right now though, I can tell you that they're they, they're doing well. They got a sh I think they had a show this weekend. But Knox Pro is alive and well, kicking with a strong heartbeat out there in California with Rikishi and. Um, uh, Count to California, the Black Pearl, they're doing well. Some Knox Pearl. If you're going to be a professional wrestler, you get out there, go see them. And they got a lot of great things and a lot of events going on. So that's right there in Southern LA, Southern California, LA area. So yeah, go check that out. But I'll tell some more. One day I'll just come in and tell a bunch of Samoan stories. But Matt's probably upset. But Matt, all I'm going to say is to stay away from the mayonnaise. You're going to end up looking <laughs> get that Rikishi begging that ass up. But like, um, well, I can tell you, like, well, I'll tell you a Samoan story. You want, like, well, I'm going to tell one. Yeah, I'll tell one. But what the hell? All right. So there's, there's Rikishi. Everybody knows him as Rikishi, right? But he was also in a tag team called the Head Shrinkers. And they also, prior to that, before the Head Shrinkers, they were called the SST. All right. So, and I think I probably told the pineapple one on here before. Or they would cut the pineapple. They'd bust the pineapple. Yeah, I don't know. I, I told that on yeah. here before. Here, I told <laughs> yeah. it. All right, so I'm going to move on to, all right, so let's get past SST. And let's go to the WWF years where they were the head shrinkers, right? So I had my first tryout at, at, at the um, for WWF as as Vampire Warrior or whatever. So I was in Memphis or whatever. So this is like, no, I wasn't in Memphis yet. I wasn't in Memphis yet. Um, so this is like 91 or 92, whatever. I have a tryout as Vampire Warrior, which, whatever. So I go up there and I did a tryout. It didn't go so well. Whatever reasons, like, uh, I think I pinned myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> they told me to go over in the match. The first spot in, I, I, I always call the matches in the ring. I was on my back when he got covered me, and, and I was calling the next spot, and, and the referee fast counted. And it was Mike McGurk was there, and, like, she says I kicked out. I know I kicked out because I realized the fast count was coming on because they were playing a rib on me. Like, I think the office, because Luna was like, oh, I'll give him a tryout, whatever. It, it always worked against me. Everybody thought it worked for me. Luna taught me so much about wrestling, which tremendously helped me. But trying to get into WWE, it worked against me. WWF, you know, because she was always raising hell, always in trouble, always, always being disciplined. So um, it was a fast count, but I kicked out. Whatever, neither less the story. It didn't go my way. I was supposed to win that match, and I didn't. And, you know, I know sold it, moved on, and everything. But later that night, the head shrinkers, the great Samu, Samu. Anawai and, and Rikishi, uh, uh, Fatu. So they're cousins, but they're a tag team, you know, which everybody knows them as. Um, uh, I go out with them. So, you know, I'm feeling a little down. They're like, come on, vampire, whatever. And I don't drink tequila. That's why, this is why I don't drink tequila now. This this is why I don't drink tequila. They have bottles of tequila. And they have bottles of tequila. And they take a handful of pills. Here, take this and more tequila. Like, I don't know how many bottles of tequila went down. And I don't know how many pills I took. Because I didn't take pills. So I didn't even know what pills were. I was just taking them. Because I was, for one, I felt a little down about the tryout. For two, I felt cool. I was hanging out with the head shrinkers. You know, like, oh, I've come to years. I'm hanging out with the head shrinkers. And, and it went on all night. <laughs> and then the next morning comes along. And uh, this is Alpha. 
See, now I've already had relationship with Alpha, but it's cool. So I've known Alpha. Alpha, he, he comes banging at my, hey, you had a flight to kick. Now, I think we were in like Scranton. We were in some airport. It was a really small airport. So it was a very limited flights. And he's like, get up. I know you were out with them last night. He was very angry for me hanging out with them because <laughs> like, they're bad they're bad men. They're bad boys to do bad things, you know. <laughs> you know, like, and, you know, he, hard to control, have a hard time controlling him, but he was going to stop me before I got any bad habits mm -hmm. with him. Like, so. He drags me to the airport. Let's go. You got to go. And he was looking out for me. And I love him. He's always, office always looked out for me. And, and, he, and he drags me in the airport. And we get on a plane. <laughs> so not only did my tryout go bad, right? Like, they, they did not go my way. You know? So I get on the plane. It turns out it's it's like a, a small plane with like 12 seats uh, to leave there. Pretty much a private plane. Guess who's sitting on that plane? Them too? Vince McMahon. <laughs> oh. And I am reeking of a bar and tequila. And I'm like, uh, office like, sit up. Keep your posture. There. there don't, don't look that way. Like, <laughs> I am so messed up. Like, I just, I, be, I don't, I mean, maybe three bottles of tequila, four, I don't know. And all these other pills, I don't even know what I was taking. Like, because I knew nothing about them. I was like... They were kind of like breaking me in. Hey, you want to play with the big boys, you know? But then Uncle Alpha come, Alpha Pops come and got me. <laughs> like, whoa, was so I heat with Pops. So, pop. so I sit on that plane. I remember being on there, and then like, it's probably why it took me so long to get a job. <laughs> like, Alpha takes me. He takes me out. He walks me by my ear. I mean, he had me by my ear like a little kid, and walks me to the next gate. You girl. Put him on plane, like <laughs> the little lady at the counter. Get him home now, like, you know, like she just looked at me. I went, <laughs> like, mm. yeah, like I was so hurt and like, hello. But what is she gonna say? No to this big Samoan dragging me by my ear. <laughs> like, so she does. She gets me on the plane, and I get on the plane, and uh, I go home. I don't know how I got home to the apartment, but I know. <laughs> Ooh. I know I went there and died, right? I, I went in there. I didn't know how many days passed. I, I, I say like a week, but I don't really think it was a week. I think like two more days passed, and then uh, Luna came home off the road because they were on the road, right? Um, she opened the door, and I I, could eat. I remember she was going. Because I was starting to feel a little bit better, then I was still still in one spot. I never left. I never even got up and went to the restroom. I was still in that spot. She got up, and she was, she came in, and, and I remember hearing her. She was like, eh! She started gagging. Because the apartment smelled nothing but like tequila and death, like just sweating, sweating. So apparently, what happened is I just had alcohol poison. I don't know how I didn't die. I guess I should have died. Like I laid there for two days, in one spot, never used the restroom, never just sitting there sweating that in that tequila. That's why to this day I laugh about when I ask that moment story. It's the first thing I think about that. But but I'm dear friends with Rikishi uh, Jr. and all, and I love the great Samuel Samuel. But but like you know, you learn some hard lessons in Alpha. I learned that he loves me. Beyond and all means, he truly does love you. Because he could have left me to the wolves. But Pops, Alpha, he took care of me. And then I ended up running to school in 93 for a while. You know, I ran to school and all, all that. So, yeah, I got a lot of history. But that was, like, my first, like, interaction socially with, like, uh, uh, Rikishi and um, Samu. Or it had been, been Fatu and Samu at the time, the head shrinkers, right? So, um, to, the, to this day, when somebody opens tequila, or Billy Fives when he goes and orders it, I even get a whiff of that smell. It twists my spine and like, oh, it's just uh, 
I, I, by the grace of God, I, like God was looking out for me. That's all I could tell you is why I didn't die. Cause like, like I just laid in there. Like um, it was horrible. Like, oh. but yeah. So, all right, moving on. Mm-hmm. Let's get off the subject. Cause I'm getting, feeling a little nauseous and Ill. <laughs> like just thinking about that. Cause it was really bad. <laughs> but I laugh about it now, but I was like, you know, it was probably a rib on their part. Like, ah, they probably were never even drinking the shit. It was just probably me, you know, the whole time. Because I've done that to other people later that are really annoying and bother me trying to hang out. Yeah, 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 sure, I'll get another drink. And that's how I just get drunk and then go away. <laughs> like, you know, but they had a good time. They got a good memory. But, but I think they tried to kill me. <laughs> like, or I tried to kill myself, I suppose, because I didn't go down. They just kept moving and moving and moving. And then, But Alpha, oh, I love Alpha. Alpha got me. Alpha got me home. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but probably took me a while to get a job between that tryout and uh, uh, that tryout match and not getting on the plane, smelling and looking like that. I'm sure Vincent Kennedy man was like, hmm, and who is this guy? <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's a long time ago. Long. This is from the universe far, far. far. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Silent Outlaw. Oh, hey, what's up, man? I haven't uh, heard from you in a while, or have we? I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah. All right. What's who's, up? Who's Who's the smelliest wrestler you you've ever wrestled? And do you have do you have Haku stories? Oh, Haku. I don't have any Haku stories. He's always been nice to me. I was never there when he ripped somebody's eye out or bit their face off or kicked their heads off or anything like that. But there's a lot of Haku stories with none that I could personally speak upon that I was there in presence that of that kind of nature besides he was just a great human being and so kind and very nice to all the women in wrestling. Always kind to the ladies that are wrestling. You know, he always looked out for the women. All the Islanders have. Um, what was the other one? Who's the smelliest rest? <laughs> Jesus. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a lot of smelly wrestlers. Uh, we could start with Jerry Swirls the other day, and, uh, and he told me that was because he was Jewish. And I said, I, I'm married to a Jewish woman, and she didn't smell like that. Like, 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 and and, and there's two Jewish guys in our school that don't smell like that. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna write that up as just funk. He goes, it's my manju smell. Like, I'm like, what? It's manju. <laughs> but Swirls was up there. Jerry, old Jerry Swirls is up there. He's probably going to cry now that I said that. But I told him in person that day, too. And then I said, well, it really wasn't that bad. Because it's my man funk. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, Jewish. I'm like, I, I've, I've known a lot of Jewish people, and I'm married to a Jewish woman, and nobody smells like that. And, and I think they take offense that he said that. You know, I think the whole Jewish nation should go stop him. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, he's, give, he's trying to, like, blame his people for something. That, and I, don't, I don't believe it because I, don't, I have not experienced anybody being funky jewish other than that cat and he's trying to blame it on that and that's not not the case i think it's just him <laughs> i think it's just him or how he eats or maybe the fact that he didn't wash his gear or or uh, doesn't own deodorant or he said he put deodorant on i asked him he's gonna cry <laughs> in because he listens to all this stuff what this kind i don't know kind of don't work <laughs> you better change it up well i mean i experienced with deodorant i have a lot will give me rashes now i stick with one particular brand and uh, it's hard to find all the time, but I just wear one brand because that it works. Can even skip a day, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't want to take that chance and find out because I don't want anybody talking about me on a podcast somewhere. <laughs> when somebody asks them who's the most smelliest guy you ever wrestled, I don't want them to go, 
Gangrel by far. He smelled like garlic and ass. <laughs> He's a vampire, so I don't get the garlic part. But the ass, well, just wash it. I don't know. Man. I, I don't know. I don't know. Don't, no, I'm not picking on Mr. Swirls, but I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> I could name some other people, but I'm not going to because it's like they're not going to have to fight people. We wouldn't want that. <laughs> um, this is from Frank Bungle. Bungles, bungs. Um, hey, Gangrel, with your with your experience as a teacher, what would you say to the e- is the easiest is the easiest thing for your students to learn, and what is something they struggle with most? This goes to you too, Anna. I'm going to say the easiest thing and what they struggle with the most is respect. Wow. It's respect. The easiest thing, they get it, it's it's within you, it's your nature, human nature, how you're raised and everything, respect. And and sometimes it's, (laughs) they don't know when to show respect and, and, and. when to to apply it and not apply it, it it's tough. It's it, that's just one of those um, double edged things. It's it's the easiest and it's the toughest. And I can go on for days trying to explain it. I'm not going to, but I just want you to think about it. It's the easiest and the toughest. So since being, I feel the deck quick off a skip and a hop and threw them out at first. Go Yankees! I'm a Florida boy, but I am a Yankees fan now by marriage. Um, and, by and marriage. By marriage. But no, no, I didn't have a team. I mean, I did. Yeah, the Seattle Mariners. Um, all the way in Seattle, but we didn't have, there was no Marlins here when I was watching. And just because the Marlins come along now, I'm going to be a Marlins fan and throw away all that now. I was a Mariners, but then, uh, but uh, we don't say that now. It's Yankees now. Yankees lost. They won the 2 3 series, 2 to 3. Uh, they got 2 out of 3 in a series with Boston. So yeah, go on. So um, go ahead. You, your turn. Uh, easiest thing. I don't think any of, it, any of it's easy. It was easy. Everybody be doing it. Although it looks like half the world's doing it. They're not. Yeah. They're not, even though it, people just made it easier for other people to get into it without proper training. But if it was e- anything was easy about it, dude, the whole world would be doing it. There's nothing easy about it. So yeah. that's, that's, that's why people, that's a big illusion. They think, and they show up at wrestling schools, you know, like, like, um, they think, they think they can just put their, their their whatever controller down, whatever they, whatever you guys play the video games with, put their little marijuana cigarette down and go, I'm a professional wrestler. I'm going to go be a wrestler. It don't work like that. I mean, you can order shit on info commercials in the middle of the night. That works like that. You can order that, but you can't order a wrestler career overnight. You like to be a professional wrestler. A lot of hard work and discipline. And I think that's why, I'm sorry to cut you off. I think that's why WWE is like skipping past all this because they're, they're giving up hope on that. And they've gone to, like the question I asked you earlier, to find people that have been professional athletes or, 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 or competitive athletes their whole whole life from from the young age of eight up into their, their 20s, early 20s, or teens or early 20s because they're coachable, they have discipline, and, and, and they have drive. And they understand the effort of putting in hard work and, 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 and doing it. And then plus, I think they like to also... I hate to say it, but like brainwash them to their system. Uh, not that it's brainwashed, but program them to their system. Because if they, if they go wrestle somewhere for 10 years, they're going to have their own ideas and what they think is right and wrong, which 
I think you need, because I think you need different variety and characters and different people where people label WWE as cookie cutter like and type everybody's kind of the same. But mm-hmm. that's what they want. And I, but but I get why they're going after uh, athletes that were competitive athletes their whole life through college and whatnot because they're. I get it when you teach. They're very coachable and it makes you feel like you're making progress and and you're 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 doing good in the world. But who's to say you're not doing good with somebody that comes off the street that's all heart and they work through it because many of people come in off the street in the past, worked through it, and became some of the biggest superstars there are. So, yeah, I don't know. Back to you. I'm sorry. The hardest thing uh, I would say, I guess... um, It's this podcast. That, too. Yeah, (laughs) go on. Um, I guess getting frustrated too easily, maybe. So, patience. Yeah. Teaching patience, yeah. Um... Yeah, there's nothing, nothing easy about it. Everything, everything is hard. It's just whether you enjoy it or not. It's whether you want it or not. So, it's definitely a lot of hard work and and takes a lot of effort, a lot of time, and a lot of commitment. So, but if you are thinking about becoming a professional wrestler, you can come down to CCW Coastal Championship Wrestling CCW Training Facility. Look it up on Instagram, <laughs> or you can just write me and I'll, I'll direct you the right way because we're always enrolling students and and uh, giving people the opportunity to chase their dream, despite what WWE doing and how they're hiring and everything else but there is AEW, there's new japan there is uh mlw which uh, i'm busy with mlw and there's uh also uh what's it called now impact there's, impact. there's still impact there's still lots and lots and lots of wrestling out there all around the world and enough for every boy and girl so come on and come mm-hmm. on down mm-hmm. want some get some bad enough take some that's ccw coastal championship wrestling go on you should do commercials <laughs> I got to plug the school once in a while. They're going to fire me for this. <laughs> this is from King K, uh, Jack. Uh, oh, well, we just said King wasn't a power word, but maybe that's a first name. So King K Jack? Yeah. Um, King K Jack. I, I, I wanted to know how Hello, far ahead do, <laughs> do wrestlers know their. Oh, thank you. There's their schedules. Back when you were in WWE, did you know weeks or months ahead of time where you would where you would be performing? A month, a month, three weeks. I, I think like on a Monday, a month out, we would get the next month's booking sheets, what towns and we were going to be at, this and this and that. Um, maybe a couple months ahead, you would know if you're doing an overseas tour. Maybe you wouldn't. There was a B, there was an A team, B team. Some some people would would or not. A lot of times, you knew maybe a couple months out if you're doing an overseas tour, but it was just like another booking. So, a lot of times, it would just fall into that calendar you know so yeah you knew about a month out you'd get your next week's schedule month you know you get your flights and you they'd hand you it back then they just handed you a like a federal express sometimes it came to your house but usually they hand it to your tv uh hepner or somebody uh, would give you the thing and have your tickets in it and and what towns you're in and, you know you just move on and go on line up your rides with the rest of your guys oh i'm here too you're here all right well we'll all right, we'll travel together that loop. A lot of times you stay with the same guys in all the different loops. So, yeah, about a month. That was in there. Um, yeah, now as an independent wrestler, if you if you if he didn't ask about it, but I'll tell you, it's just um, I'm pretty much three months. Three months I know all my towns. Like, if you look at my phone, I'm booked all the way up through the summer, and then like, but but now actually my 
fall is booking up to uh, October, November. That's all filling in. Just waiting for MLW to give me my uh, second half of the year date so I don't double book stuff, but I'm going to have to start taking some dates because I'm passing on too many because they just keep coming and coming. If you pass on too many, people start thinking you're not wrestling anymore, So, uh, which is not the case because I'm in a ring Monday through Thursday and I'm wrestling Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm. That's it. It's not just an attitude. It's a lifestyle. It's a style. That's it. Mm. Me questions it in that box? I mean, I got to go to the hospital. Here we go. There's one more. All right, here we go. Last one. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm messing with him, but I was like, damn, he really did load that box up today. I'm looking. It's deep in there. I see. Like, well, there uh, was this one, and two, there's two more. Well, we're we'll probably like that because uh, we got to, uh, yeah, I got to, uh, oh, it's, yeah. Well, yeah, go on. What's up? <laughs> This is from Starks Forever. If you had to move to one of the two locations, which would it? Which would you choose, and why? England or Japan? Ooh, uh, I love Japan, um, but that's really, really far away. Uh, um, it's really far away, and I don't eat fish. But they have a lot of rice and chicken <laughs> and stuff like that. I love Japan, I really do. But work is limited in Japan, you know, and to get the flights out of there. So we'd come down to the work like flights and stuff like that now england you, you got three major airports there four three heathrow and um uh, gatwick and you can go up to manchester uh which are all internationals and you can get flights right back to the states to do other things and it's only like a it's like five hours one way like seven eight hours the other way or maybe nine tops depending upon the headwinds so uk plus i have a lot i would, I would definitely it'd be the uk I have a lot of friends in the UK. There's a lot of work in the UK. You can work all the time. If I was to move over there, I would work probably almost every day of the week at some point. There's a lot of wrestling over there. Now that they've opened back up. COVID, it was dead and quiet. Not their choice, the world. But uh, definitely the UK. And I mean, I spent for like 18, 19 years, I spent six months out of the year. I'd do three months, come home, do three months. So I'm definitely comfortable over there. Fit in, have routines. I know where the gyms are. Lots of friends, definitely the UK, 100% the UK. Although I do like Japan, I miss Japan, but I haven't been back to Japan since 98, so I, I would love to go back to Japan, um, even on a vacation or a trip, but rather go wrestle, make money, but nah, <laughs> hey, I love Japan. But uh, I guess that was, uh, that's it. We could, oh, you put the box down, so I guess you took that note. Yeah, you took me serious, okay. All right, <laughs> no, that's good, because like, oh, yeah, we gotta go anyway. And, and speaking, I'm going. Thank you, everybody. It's episode 45 with Faggot Band with Gangrel and Anna Blanca Diaz, ABD. Um, want some? Get some. Bad enough? Take some. See ya. Happy holidays and celebrations and Easter and Passover and Good Fridays. All, ah! that, all that stuff. Take care. Peace. <laughs> Bye.